Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. Welcome, welcome. So I already started recording this and ended up re-recording because I wanted to hit on some different kind of points here. So welcome to the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of this show and a human design reader. So welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? I hope everyone is fucking amazing. It is the fall. It is, we just wrapped, it feels like we just wrapped Sawin recently, October 31st. I did a fabulous ceremony with my sisters here in my hometown and really just feeling into this honoring of the wheel of the year, really, honestly and truly, allowing ourselves to be in this energy of the seasons and honoring the deathening of things as well, which I feel like that word in and of itself is so powerful, right? I mentioned before on this podcast, but I live in the Midwest of the United States and there is, you feel the weather taking place. So when we have winter, it's very wintry. Fall is straight up fall and so on. So with that knowing with my climate, it is a really beautiful thing to be able to honor the wheel of the year. And if you are unfamiliar with the wheel of the year, it is um, a beautiful thing to lean into to help you honor the cycles of the seasons. So it kind of goes all the way around, including the equinoxes, and it allows you to sort of lean into these more traditional ways of honoring these cycles of earth. So it really is beautiful. So of course, in the Northern Hemisphere, we are uh, going into this darkening and this deathening of all of the things. And I've really been feeling that lately and allowing myself to uh, quiet a little bit and honor the cycles of all things, really. I was just conversating with a friend of mine and we were talking about the cycles of all of the things and honoring the deathening in all areas of your life. So it doesn't have to just happen around the fall, let's say. Um, it can happen around and all, all times throughout the year. There are times where we can look at our life and say, okay, what needs to be sort of killed off here if you don't um, 
like that word, you can use something else, but I do this quite often. I've learned how to do this in my in my business even, where I can look at everything and say, okay, what needs to die? Like what actually needs a deafening process that is no longer working or serving? Uh, how can I get out of this and kill this off, honor that deafening process, and then move forward honoring what's new? What I've learned personally in this cycle or in this energy of honoring the cycles, I should say the wheel of the year and the deafening process and the fall and Samhain moving into the winter solstice, all of these different things. What I've learned is it's it's so powerful because it's created this very sacred energy uh, around the deafening of things that are no longer serving. And I just gave an example right there of me using this energy in my business, right? Like what needs to die here? Like what needs to be killed off? What is no longer serving? Where can I create space for new seeds to be planted, uh, to maybe turn over that soil, plant some new seeds and for something new to birth here. And then you can do that in any area of your life. So you can really do that in your relationships. You can do this, of course, in your work life. Uh, you can do this in your home. What is no longer serving in my home anymore? How can I release and clean up these things that nobody's used this in five years. So how can I get rid of this and create energy and space, energetic space for something new, right? So it's a beautiful time, uh, especially if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere and going into this darkening to honor the Wheel of the Year. I invite you to do that. There's so much you can find online with us in honoring the Wheel of the Year, honoring the cycles that I've been really leaning into, uh, especially this year and gathering with my, my sisters and and really just leaning into this energy and allowing yourself to be in this energy. It's it's quite beautiful to, to allow it to happen and not be afraid of it. And the reason why I say that is because we're not really taught how to honor the deafening process. I have learned uh, just in my studies uh, that there are many other countries that honor the deafening process quite uh thoroughly, you know, like in Mexico with the Day of the Dead. And then also there's um, a friend of mine just got back from Italy and she was talking about how over there, I mean, you can just find, you know, different places where people have set up shrines for people who have passed. And it's just very normal to be walking down the street and happen to pass a shrine for someone uh, with candles and flowers. And I've heard the same in Bali as well. So in many, I'm sure many, many other places in the world where this deafening process that happens naturally in nature is honored in society. And I feel like that piece is so important for us to start bringing back into our societal norms and how we honor society and how we continue to lean into uh, the ways in which we are honoring this deafening process and the things that do need to go away. So I suppose that's my opening pitch for like what's been up with me uh, in this process and in, in this time and space um, on my journey. Uh, but what I do want to talk about here, okay, so now we're kind of broke the ice, getting into it. What I do want to just talk about here is this documentary that I recently seen. And I don't know if you all have seen this yet. If you have not seen this, I invite you to check it out. It is on, I believe it's on HBO. Um, it is called Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God. Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God, okay? Like, I, I invite you to check this out. This is, this documentary, okay? And it's a three-part series. I, I still have the third 
one to watch. I still have to watch this last one. But I, wa I just want to say that this documentary is literally my worst nightmare for spiritual spirituality and spiritual communities. It is my worst nightmare for spiritual communities. People who have... Okay, I'll just tell you what, it's, what it is if you haven't seen it, if you're not following it. And then I'll go into a little bit of what it's about without like killing it or giving too much away if you want to watch it. So, and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up too is because <laughs> it's it's just about, it just, it just was like opening my mind to so much that has taken place in 2023 and how important it is to honor our own journey. Okay. Our honor our own inner authority in human design, our our own decision-making process in human design, our power, and literally feeling into your intuition, feeling into your inner God state with making decisions, and not worshiping something outside of yourself because this was this so scary. Like this documentary is so freaky. It's about this woman. Her name is... Uh, Amy Carlson. And she, it, it basically what it does is it chronicles the life and death of, of Amy Carlson. And she, she's also known as mother God. She's the person who this is about. And she is a self-proclaimed spiritual savior. Okay. That word freaks me out. Savior who built a cult through her online uh, community and through this like live streaming thing. She was fucking on AOL like back in the day and like doing all this like stuff building her online community building her online community and the people that follow her and she sort of built this like cult like community it's so sad okay like like what when I watch this I'm like so many emotions take place because one it's my greatest fear like I I'm terrified of people who act like this like spiritual people who have given their sovereignty away to another human being and really expect someone else to save them or they're treating someone else like God watching the person who is allowing this to happen right like allowing watching this woman who's like knows damn well she's not god okay but and maybe i don't know parts of her do think that but like allowing these people to turn over everything that they own to her i mean one man on the show literally cashed out his 401k gave it over to her there was people from around the world okay that she had like a cult of like 20 people living with her and many of them had different accents so you can tell they travel to her from around the world this woman left her three kids to like be with this with this cult leader that who calls herself mother god because they they believe that she is god that she is god reincarnated and it's so freaky watching this because it's like, one, it's so sad seeing someone totally take advantage of empathic people, people who are just searching for soul community and searching for the healing and all of that. It's really sad to see people who just give, you know, just allow, they know she knew damn well that was wrong. You know, once you watch it, you'll see she's actually an alcoholic. Uh, she just gets completely blackout drunk like every single day and she does drugs and she ends up with all of these different men. You know, it's like the typical cult leader story who takes abuse, abuses these men where, you know, um, there was a few of these guys who said they didn't even, they weren't even sexually attracted to her, but she just said that they were like brilliant and like swooned them and told them they were father God now. And so they felt obligated to have sex with her. And it was like a whole thing. And so the, I'll explain to you why I'm bringing this up too, because one watching this spooked 
the fuck out of me because it's like everything I fear in, in a spiritual community. It's like so scary to see someone just take advantage of these sensitive souls in this way. And then on the flip side, it's infuri- infuriating to see these souls just give over their sovereignty to something outside of themselves without going into their own intuition, right? Like tapping into their own inner divine God state, their inner authority to make their own decision with how they feel they should navigate their lives or grow and expand in this way. Like I said, you'll see the craziest shit on that show. Like this woman who just like left her three kids to go be with mother God lady. It's just like so many different stories. The woman, Amy, what's her name? Amy uh, Carlson, who actually, she actually has three kids who she left. Um, And it's just bananas, y'all. Like I'm not judging, but it's just like, it's bananas. Like when you see it, it, you're going to be like, what? Like, this is the scariest thing. Like I could personally imagine like in a spiritual community for people to act this way and be this way. It's so, it's like freaking me out just watching it. So with this though, with this, this documentary, okay, I'm not going to give it all away. I'm like questioning how much I should like put in here. You know, there, there are so many things. This is also another part that can get like while you're watching it, it it gets you like pissed off because there's so many aspects of it where you're like, okay, that's true though. Right? Like these are people who are speaking out on a fucking HBO series about the matrix enslavement of society, the galactic council, the light council, they're talking about, you know, uh, colloidal silver, which is, we all know is like great for you and your body, especially with everything in 2020. It's like a really great alchemy to have that as a tool. I have some in my cabinet at all times uh, to sort of use whenever I start to feel a little off or something. It's very powerful. So there's so much that's in this show that you see is taking place, right? Where like these people are doing all these things and you're like, that's, they're not wrong, right? They're, you're like, yeah, that's like good for you or whatever. But because it's in this crazy ass show, people who don't know any better who watch this are going to be like, oh my God, this woman died of like collodial silver overdosing. And like, that's, that's why you shouldn't take it when actually it's a very good thing to take. It's just that, you know, this, these people were abusing things and they were going extreme in these things and they were not honoring their their inner authority their inner god state they weren't honoring the cycles in life like i was talking about before they were just like full on ahead they were taking advantage of people online like trying to like sell all this stuff to buy her like they're like oh mother god wants a go-kart and like all these people in her community would like send their money to her to buy her a go-kart and all this stuff and it's just like yo like wow it's crazy seeing this in action and and actually seeing people give up their sovereignty into this um energy and it's so it just brought me back to so many things that i've experienced personally on my spiritual journey right because when you first wake up it's kind of like whoa Like, I mean, everybody's awakening process happens differently. Some people wake up slowly over time through certain teachings and stuff like that. Other people who have massive awakenings out of nowhere and they're just like, oh my God, the elite and like all the stuff and this is happening and the dark web and like, you know, it's like you have these different stages of awakening and these different ways in which it can happen. And there's so much happening on the planet as it is, right? Like literally like so much light energy coming down onto the planet that's the whole reason why the planet's ascending because it's been scientifically proven that the neutrino system and so much light coming on 
onto the planet that's shaking people up from the inside. People are having to face their shadows. I mean, they're literally ascending and they don't even realize it. And they're wondering why they feel crazy or why they feel like so much is coming up for them. And it's because they're ascending, they're evolving, they're growing, right? They're having spiritual awakenings on different levels. And then to see that like people can actually lose themselves in so many different ways. And what I was mentioning here was my own spiritual path, which has been, uh, I've been involved in many different communities. And some of them, most of them, I will say 90% were great. And then there's been a small percentage of like bad experiences where I've experienced things and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that's not okay. Or this is like so fucked up. Or like, why am I here? Um, but the majority of my journey, think the goddess has been great. Like I met the most beautiful people in my life, soul sisters, people who I will always um, feel connected to and love, you know, just because I've shared these deeper experiences with and in this way. Um, But what I'm kind of concluding in all of this is that what I've realized is that yeah, there can be these crazy experiences that you can have in your life with uh, other spiritual communities and on your spiritual journey. But at the end of it, It really comes down to you anchoring in on your sovereignty, anchoring in in your inner authority, not giving your authority over to anybody, right? Your power over to anybody for anybody to do anything for you, knowing that you can access all of it on your own. Okay. Especially now, if you're awakened soul on the planet right now, you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. You, this is like every day we're alchemizing, we're changing, we're growing, even if we're not totally feeling it. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier and we're like, man, the most important thing is to always always be grounded. And that sounds so cliche. I can't even begin to verbalize how boring and vanilla and basic that sounds. Um, In spirituality is this energy of being grounded. But let me tell you right now, the real medicine, the real ascension is happening in grounding into Mother Earth. Why? Because this constant stream of neutrinos, this constant stream of light energy that's coming onto the planet, forcing this planet to evolve and ascend and forcing the beings on the planet to evolve and ascend. This is already happening for us. We are already being activated on the daily into higher consciousness, whether you realize it or not. So might as well put your fucking seatbelt on, okay? Like ground into mother earth, ground into nature, stay as grounded as possible in this reality so that you can succeed, okay? So that you can operate this reality in your balanced sovereignty. And that's so much of what I didn't see on this show. All of these people giving away their assets, everything that they've worked for in their life, they're even breaking ties with their own blood, children, and all of this stuff just to be with this woman they believe to be God. Okay, they didn't believe they were gods. They didn't believe that they had this inner power. They were putting it in her. Like she's the one who has it. And it's just crazy to me that this wasn't, like I mentioned, this wasn't some shit that took place in the 70s. This fucking took place in like 2018. Like it just happened. And it's like, there's still spiritual people out there who are doing this crazy shit, who are like going off, okay, into, they're not grounded at all. They're just have this completely open crown chakra and they're just like, 
running through the fields of ascension. And that's very, very dangerous, okay? It's important to ground this energy, to completely feel into your very primal state, your sacral, your root chakra, dancing. I Anytime I open circle, I, I'm like, we're all about to start dancing, so I might as well just get up. Because it's like moving your body is so important. Getting into your body, feeling your humanness. There's nothing more frustrating than talking to some airy fairy spiritual person where it's like, it's great. It's great. It's like, okay, I'm glad you're your channeler. You get these downloads, but like, it's so awesome when you can meet somebody who does do that, but is equally grounded. I mean, those are the most impressive people to me. People who are just like, boom, they can totally tap into the higher vibrations and they can channel and they can like do all the things, but they they are so grounded in their earthly ways. Their business is successful. They know how to operate the money game here. This is un unfortunately a realm in which money we have this. So it's like, you know, they're, they know how to operate their business. They know how to stay in integrity. They know how to still be kind and loving to their community and just be in this high vibrational state of integrity in this leadership. This is still vibrating extremely high. Being able to be the ascended master of their own life, rare. Okay, like I don't see enough of it. And I do, the more I meet people though, I will say I see more and more of it the more people I meet in the spiritual community. But knowing that the, the it can very quickly get pretty, pretty off off. Okay. So this is going to be people who are always in the ethers. They're very rarely here. Okay. They, they don't even understand what day it is. They don't know what's going on in the world. They, they're not even here. Okay. Th this is just my own perspective. So please just know this is just me talking. But for me, it's like your soul asked to be here. So it's like, be here. Okay. Know how to operate this realm like a fucking boss. And then at the same time, be the ascended master that you know that you are. Like that's like goals right there. You know, like to be, to meet people who are doing this. I know, I can, I know several people who are doing this right now, but it's like knowing and trusting that you don't be like these people, right? And in this love has won, the cult of mother God, don't do this, right? Like they, they just give everything uh, to outside outside of them, right? They're fighting against they they believe that they're fighting against this tyranny of the matrix when they're living in their own matrix in this community. They're giving their sovereignty away and their power to outside of themselves to this woman. The same as people did in 2020 and and all that, and the same as people do on the daily when they their intuition and their soul is telling them no when they go and do something anyway, knowing darn well their soul is like hell no to this. And they go and do it anyway. They give their sovereignty and power away. And I love that the humanity is waking up to not do this kind of stuff anymore, but it's still happening, right? And like I mentioned, these people in this community thought they were going against the matrix. They thought they were like ascending and they're like, I'm going against the norm. They unintentionally built their own mini matrix within their tiny little community, okay? Of people worshiping something outside of themselves hoping and praying, you know, believing that this woman was God. And it's like, there's no more of that. The guru is dead. We're leaving all that behind. We're not following anybody anymore. Um, we're just tapping into ourselves. We're listening here and there are people that got some good stuff to say. I like that. 
going to use that in my life. But it's not like I'm giving my sovereignty away to someone. And I'm just like, okay, from now on, I'm just going to do whatever this person says and I'm going to live for them. It's not safe. And it's also not safe to be in those upper chakras all of the time and not be grounded in this reality and within Mother Earth, connected here and now in this time and space. It's so important because like I mentioned, it's like the true alchemy that takes place and the true inner authority, the true inner power that you will always be able to tap in that moment where you know you just trust yourself on something, on a big decision in your life. And maybe everybody else around you is like, no, 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 don't like blah, blah. But something inside of you was like, no, like, I don't know why, but this is just like a soul no for me. And you're just going to do your own thing and go in your own way. That only comes from being grounded. Okay. From being partially grounded here and in this reality, into your root, into your sacral center and being connected to the earth and the ions and the energy that's coming out of the earth. That only comes from, from being earthly and also having that higher connection that's channeling down into you and connecting into earth. If you're into these ethereal realms, you're lost in this stuff. You don't even know what's going on. So it's just important to have both anchored in. And I could see so clearly and why Watching this community that I was like, whoa, like these people are not like here. They're, they're off in the ethers playing these games with this woman that they believe to be God, but they are not anchored in the here and now. If they were, they'd be awake enough. It, it's like a perfect combination. Like I'm, I'm trying to express and hopefully I'm like verbalizing it in a way that's like, you know, I, I'm hoping that people understand what I'm saying here, but it's really just about knowing that there's this happy place energetically where it's like you're connected to the ethers, you're you're connected to the universal oneness and awareness, but you're also very grounded in this reality. You're connected in your root chakra and you're in the energy of that oneness and you're connected in that way. So from that space, you are able to fully ground into your sovereignty and honor the cycles, right? Honor what's going happening around you and not fall into these traps of worshiping something outside of yourself, trying to get in to be too much into the hustle where you just think you need to go, go, go and do, do, do all of the time instead of not honoring that deafening process that mother nature teaches us so beautifully by just watching the on the cycles and of the seasons and just knowing that there's it's it's all coming right and it's all happening in fine alignment just honoring that both sides of it both the ethereal the upper chakras and those lower chakras anchoring into your power and into your inner divine god state and into your inner authority um in your life so that is what I really wanted to talk about here and kind of bringing that full circle and really emphasizing the importance of both. Um, and like I mentioned, grounding is so basic. It's so just like, oh, ground, like go outside. It's really more than that. I would invite you to start playing around with some like root med root chakra meditations, sacral meditations, and really getting into those lower, more primal chakras. If you are people who are spiral people who are interested in that mode, which I love, you know, tapping into those lower energy uh, into the the root and the sacral and honoring that and kind of saying like, yeah, mm -hmm. like I need to anchor into this energy. That's where you fully get into your clear intuition and inner knowing about the next right move that you're here to make and making sure and honoring that it isn't something that's out 
outside of yourself that's not in alignment with your highest soul expression and the next move that you're designed to make on your path that's getting you closer and closer to you know fully manifesting uh, that soul desire that that you're here to live out. So I hope this episode has served you in some way. And happy Thanksgiving to anyone out there who is listening to this. And I will see you on the very next episode of the She's a God podcast. Much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you. Thank you.